What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another edition of the R&R Pot of Film. I'm your host, Glenn Rodriguez, and always with me is Cody Repass. How you doing, man? We are in the thick of things on Shark Week, so it's been a good week. Yes, it has. It's been a bloody good time, all pun intended today. Um, today, we're continuing the Shark Week extravaganza, film extravaganza, with the sequel to the greatest shark film of all time. Yes, we're talking about Jaws 2, which was, um, well, I'm going to let you talk a lot of the, a lot of this because I, I, it's going to be fun to hear your, your, uh, your take on this as compared to the first film. But it was written by Carl Gottlieb and Howard Sackler. It stars Roy Schneider, uh, Lorraine Gray, and Murray Hamilton. And it was directed by not Steven Spielberg, which is my one of my bads, and we'll get to that later, one of my uglies. It was directed by Jinalt Zarwak. I can't even say his name because I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, that I don't care about his directing in this movie. So let's start off with some of the good. I'm going to let you take the floor. There is not much good for me in this, so this won't take long. But I will say... As one of my goods, it is watchable, unlike Jaws 3D and Jaws the Revenge. Uh, this one has some watchable, like rewatch potential. Uh, it's not great by any means. And trying to follow up after Jaws, it's impossible to do unless your last name is Cameron or Spielberg. And Spielberg didn't want to do Jaws 2. So if that doesn't tell you anything, it, which they knew they were going to do a, a sequel after how big the first one was. But when Spielberg declined, uh, that should have been your first clue. Like, yeah, maybe we should wait a little while to to do it and maybe he'll change his mind. Nope. They went ahead and the director that they ended up with was absolute ass cheeks. My other good, we'll just knock these out right quick, is Roy Scheider. He's the only character in this movie that you care about. The teenagers are all really bad. None of them get any kind of character development or, I mean, none of the teenagers are even like decent actors. Like they're all terrible in this movie. They, you just, you're waiting for the shark to kill them all because you just want them off the screen. But Roy Scheider, just like in the original Jaws, he carries a lot of the scenes that he's in. Sadly, he's alone in this movie. There's no, there's, he doesn't have quality characters around him like Hooper and like Quint. So he's, he has to carry the entire load all while disagreeing at every turn with the director that, that actually directed this movie with the final cut. I mean, they even got into like multiple fist fights during filming of this movie. Like, they could not get along. But that just shows the professional that Roy Scheider was because you could not tell any of that by his performance. He was still exceptional in this movie. You know, it's crazy. And that, and that'll go into, like, I guess... I mean, I like the ending of this movie, and, you know, it is watchable. I'm not going to lie. This, this is, like, the third or fourth time I've seen it in the last um, years of my life. Like, you know, most of my life, I... I've only seen it like four times. I watched it the other day and I fell asleep. It's just not as, I don't know, not as uh, gripping, not as, um, I like the idea that, you know, because of course there's more sharks in the water. So I like the idea that that nightmare is never over, but I just think it was poorly executed. 
um, like a lot of these shark movies are. And that's unfortunate because it's such a unique kind of way of making a movie, uh, a story, telling a story about a, uh, a, a beast, an animal, a, a force of nature that is just relentless as a great white shark is. Um, so, um, but Roy is always Roy. I mean, he's one of the better actors of film that you can always go back to and, you know, point at, uh, you know, these two movies and be like, he was the best parts about these movies always. Um, with Jaws, we got lucky because it was all around a great film, but with this one, it's just him. And it really suffered because going into the to the bad and the ugly, I guess you could say, because really there's a lot of just ugly, is that it wasn't directed by Steven Spielberg. And it really, really showed. It really, really showed, especially with the characters not being, you know, um, relatable or, you know, even fun to watch. Um, it, it, it lacks a lot of direction and just didn't captivate me at all. Yep, I completely agree. My one of my biggest negatives about this movie is the whole town doubting Chief Brody again. Mm-hmm. Like I hate that every time I watch this movie, it, it bothers me a little bit more, and that's why I've read uh, the Sackler script. I mean, pretty much anything in this Jaws franchise I've read or seen, there's multiple uh, toys, and I'm not a toy collector at all, but there's multiple toys from the original Jaws that I would kill to own, but they are way out of my price range. They had one (laughs) from San Diego Comic Con 2015 Mm -hmm. that is uh, of Jaws, and he's all bloody, and Quint's, like, he's eating Quint, and I had one... I had my uncle was buying it for me and his card wouldn't work. Uh, so he couldn't get it. Then I went to, I had to wait and now he was going to get it for like $75. Now they're like 500. Oh man. So no possible way of getting that. And I went way off track, but okay. anyway, back on the, uh, the Sackler script, the the characters in this movie in the final uh verdict in the final what the final director decided and what he cut out of other people's scripts uh there's a scene when they kick Brody off of the police force in the actual cut of the movie that it, it's just done poorly because you're just sitting there you you hate the mayor because he's still the same mayor from the first one who's a despicable character caused multiple kids to die but the deleted a deleted scene from a previous script why, when they're kicking him off the police force they uh they hold a vote and the mayor was the only one who raised his hand to oppose the vote hmm. so it makes you like like the mayor it makes you root for him yeah. because he believes in Brody. He finally sees, like, Brody knows what he's talking about. I mean, God dang, dude almost died <laughs> fighting off one great shark or great white, and now he knows there's another one there terrorizing Amity again. And that just seems like that that they missed. It just really, really drags this movie down, and they added just terrible things like Brody's son, Mike. I don't know. I don't even know if that dude ever acted again after Jaws 2. He was. I'm pretty sure I could have acted better than him, and I have no experience at all. You know, and it's just kind of goes with the direction. I mean, some. I mean, you know, no, you can't turn 
uh, chicken shit into chicken salad all the time. But like the direction goes a long way when you when you talk to an actor and how you give him the motivation and and really guide him in a way to where he can make it his own as well. And it just doesn't work with 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 these with these characters, especially. Yeah, and I agree with with the, the son Mike. Um, it's funny too because there's a lot of movies that suffer from from like you know the 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 writer's original vision um and they cut things out i mean not to go off too crazy and it this reminds me halloween six halloween six like um the perfect example i i want i want a sackler i want a sackler version of this movie so bad i i i would i would pay dumb money to put that into production even right now even if we could put it into production right now, recast the entire movie, I don't care. I, I just want to see his vision of Jaws 2 because it wasn't Jaws with the number two. It was numerical number two. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, what else is there to say? I mean, I really, I like the ending. Like, I thought the ending was cool. I love, I love that Brody saves the day again. Um with the with the ore and the, and the the power cable and all, but um, I love that it all it brought all of uh, the original Jaws into it. Yep, yep, exactly. Uh, that, that was that was cool, and I I, I will say as a, a lot of these shark movies never get the ending right, this movie actually gets the ending right, and mm-hmm. it does it well because you could see. All Brody cared about was making sure his son was safe and that he could save him, even if it meant him dying. And I, I thought I thought they really did a good job. That's one thing I can't take away from the final director. I don't even know his name. Don't want to know it. Don't want to even try to attempt to say it. But that's one thing he did well. Exactly. And I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, but another thing that I, you know, and this goes with a lot of, when a movie is successful and you and it's something that you can make a sequel on. I know film the film world Hollywood is a business. So if a, if if a movie and a, a potential franchise cuz you know with jaws what a shark you can write multiple movies that take place in the same spot, the same kind of thing everyone's trying to survive a shark, don't go in the water. Um, it kind of kills the the allure of the first one a little bit. Um, even if it is so great, I mean, there's not many sequels to the original that always either tops it or it comes close. I mean, Godfather 2, Empire Strikes Back. That's it to me in my mind. I mean, Scream 2 is cool, but like this one did not live up to the first one at all. And that's kind of with me and the, you know, if Jaws could have stand stood alone and it, and it does in its own little way. But like you have failed sequels that just never lived up to the first one and that's one of my big issues with hollywood is that they i mean i know it's a business it's a money-making business and all but like if you do good with one movie and it's really good and there's no reason to make a sequel other than just money you probably shouldn't do it exactly sometimes a sequel might be wanted but it's not always needed. Mm-hmm. And for me, the the rest of the Jaws films are they are are canon for me. I I don't include them in the jaw in my Jaws timeline. In mine, it is Jaws and it stands alone by itself. There is no other movies that come out with the name of Jaws. 
Exactly. They're all just shark movies. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you. Can, I mean, let me ask you this: um, Would you ever want to see a, a prequel, Quint, and what happened? The story he oh, tells. Dude. You just make a oh, movie dude. around the story that he tells, or a book, or something to kind of um, uh, expand the lore, but do it right. Oh, I'd love it. I would love it. But it would be something that they would have to nail the casting. If they don't nail the casting on Quint, uh, even uh, a younger Quint for a prequel, it could completely derail the movie and make it not even enjoyable for me. Yeah. That's how that's how high I, I regard Quint as a character. And I, I mean... I would love to see it. I don't think it ever happens, but I would. I would love. I, that's another one I would sink a lot of money into uh, to to make happen. There you go. All right. Um, let us talk about the the score. Let's go to the score. Um, what would you rate this film? I'm giving it. Ah, uh, I'm going to give it three. I'm going to give it a straight even three. Three stars. I almost considered going two and a half, but I'm gonna I'm gonna be generous and give it a, a flat three. I'm giving it a two and a half, and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Not- so coming up, we have forty seven meters down, which is an exciting one to talk about, yes. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> because we're recording that, so like we're recording these in bulk because we just we watch all these movies in bulk. Um, and I just watched that for the first time ever. So I do have a lot to say about that as well. Um, so that one might be a little bit longer than, than these past couple have been, which we, we don't want to make these, these shark uh, reviews really, really long uh, just because we're pumping one out every day and we know people, they're busy. I mean, it's most of these you're going to try and listen to during the week. And it's just... It's not possible to listen to 25 to 30 minute episodes every day of the week. So we're trying to accommodate our wonderful listeners. And I feel like with the movie reviews, you don't really need to sit and like talk for a long period of time. Every scene. Unless unless it's something epic like Jaws or like Halloween or Kill Bill or any anything that we really love. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, but you can find us on social uh, on Twitter uh, Stardust and Letterbox at RR Film Pod. Um, we have a new shirt uh, store coming, so look on Twitter for that. And uh, that is all the time we have. And we'll see you soon again on a, tomorrow with another episode during Shark Week Film Extravaganza. I'm Glenn Rodriguez. Always with me is Cody Repass. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you at the movies. See you.